Hello and welcome everyone to another episode of the Food for Thought podcast. This is me Vedant and with me as always is Hamza Zaidi. Hello Mr. Vedant Kumar, how you doing bro? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing fine. And uh, I think we are on our 7th episode right now. Yes. Yeah, so we are on our way to to a season's finale which will be on the 10th episode so yes good uh, good job getting yeah. this far <laughs> yeah we never really thought we'd do we'd do three episodes yeah. let alone the uh, 10 yeah now we are in the 7th and on our way to the 10th so having said that what are we going to talk about today so in this episode we're going to talk about something that all of us have to deal with maybe now maybe later maybe at some point of our lives in the future and whether we like it or not we have to and if you haven't guessed already from the title it is money or cash or dough or whatever you want to call it right hamza cheddar cheddar <laughs> cheddar cheese you know a lot of lot of synonyms of money a lot of slangs for this word are present in the world right now they are culture specific so yes here we also call it rokda we call it paisa and uh, yeah this and that so yes as my uh, co-host so clearly explained we are going to talk about money money as in what our approach to money is what we think money is how do we think that this should be utilized by the people of our generation our approach to a lot of concepts regarding personal finance you know savings and spendings and budgeting and investment and stuff like that also we will be covering a little bit of the charity bit which we think is uh, very important so yeah but i, mean, I would like to clarify that uh, i don't think we're going to be giving any uh, specific tips or any of the boring money stuff and instead we're going to be yes. talking a lot more about our experience or our anecdotes regarding money so that is correct correct that, yeah. absolutely that thank you for clarifying that because yes please don't take what we say right now as gospel because clearly your i mean our guess is as good as yours <laughs> and we are not yeah. billionaires yet so <laughs> yeah we are not billionaires yet so even we i mean we have you know our own kind of struggles with money So this is just uh, you know just an open discussion between the two of us what we think about money and how we deal with it and um, you know discussing the our approaches and what our solutions are and maybe just maybe if you're listening and if you find something of use use it we don't need any credit for that right yeah sure yeah and if you uh, make make more money then uh, send us a cut Yeah, yeah. To the care of the food for that podcast, and that be it. You know, we'll be fine. <laughs> and <laughs> also, happy New Year, everybody, guys. New Year, ah, new yes. money. <laughs> yeah, New Year, new money. Because uh, of course, we this year, two to twenty, two thousand twenty-one. There's no point in in setting any New Year resolutions because look what happened last year. So yes. just just care about the money, people. Be materialistic <laughs> this year. <laughs> sure. Congratulations you survived and just you know just keep on surviving i mean financially yeah. of course yes so cool. yeah so what would you describe mr vedant kumar how would you describe money and finance i mean what has been your approach 
mm. your money and finance now that ever since you know uh, you left home and you know became independent living in goa doing your bachelor's and uh, then moving on now working like in a proper job so what has yeah. been your approach to money how do you deal with it so uh, in college i was more like i'm getting a stipend from home and uh, so say a fixed amount every month like 5k or something and then i have to <laughs> divide most of it so my meals and all will taken care of i just had to do laundry eating out and the groceries or whatever other expenses every month on that money so i don't think i really budgeted or anything i just went with the flow and i kind of had a mental idea of where things were and where like where my bank balance was supposed to be and then i spent it i never made any big budget budgets or even if i did i always failed at maintaining it or trying to keep track of every small little expense so i just had an over overarching idea of where my things were going and whether i had enough to go for the next outing or <laughs> beer session <laughs> and <laughs> like uh post goa once i got a job it is weird because like i've been in work from home mode so i'm not paying rent or anything but uh i mean if that were there i would probably like set aside um, some amount every month for rent so i basically heard this like a very basic funda is like 50 50 save 50 and spend 50 like at the minimum <laughs> so right now i'm just uh, kind of divided my salary in half and uh, 50% i just don't think about it and save and the other 50% because i'm working from home right now it's it's still not being used up but <laughs> that's what my mental philosophy is right now what about you yeah that's yeah that's good i mean uh, what when at what age did you have your own debit card or the credit card i mean when did you get that do you have one right now or yeah so actually i so i started freelancing and doing blogging and stuff in school like 9th 9th grade and that's when i got my first uh, debit card pan card and a paypal account because i used to get money from abroad and mm. so and that money actually really helped me in college because i used to get a very limited amount of money from my parents and i had this stash as my friend called it <laughs> and this stash always used to help me in some uh, unexpected expense or some party or something because uh, at that point of time even if my stash was low it could cover everything that i needed and i also bought my first phone from it and stuff like that so it was kind of a helpful money <laughs> money bank so hmm. yeah that's, that's when that's i got good, my yeah. first debit card yeah although it was like a parents account before i was 18 mm. uh yeah but i did have that yeah i mean so so did i i, I think i got my first debit card back in school and it was like you said it was a uh, Uh, parents you know add on card and yeah. i remember it it had those cartoons and because it was it was a kiddie account so it has okay. those it had those uh, the cartoon and some some you know kid like drawings on it so yeah it was a very good and a very prized possession of mine growing up 
but uh, yeah i never of course i mean i was not as intelligent as you are that i used to do freelancing so i never got any money out of you know someone only money i used to get was my lunch money for the canteen for the school canteen and yeah. uh, but i never I, there was never a fixed allowance for me during my whole schooling years i don't think i ever got like you know some friends of mine they said i used to get you know 1000 rupees per month or uh, some some other guy used to get 5000 uh, rupees per month or something like that it wasn't the case with me because it was like for me it was like an ad hoc basis you know whenever i needed money i yeah. just asked for it but yeah coming from a business background so of course uh, never had to face any money problems per se i never had you know luckily i never had to deal with any of that but yeah i was always told that you know come hell or i water money is important it is very important that you earn and that you work and you do work with integrity and that it's the good money not the bad kind of money but the good money that you use so yeah and i think the first allowance which i used to get was when i went to delhi to do my undergrad that's when i was given a whole wholly independent account and i was told to you know maintain a certain balance because if it went below that then all the next transactions an extra message will go to my father's mobile phone <laughs> So that, that was like smart. a check. Yeah, so that was like a check over my over me that if I went below that then it would be a problem. But even then, you know, I always I was a free spender. I used to spend freely on on food and on coffee and on of course I had a vehicle as well, so I had to spend on fuel as well. Describe your like uh, approach like conservative, aggressive, moderate. What, what no, would you say you are? mine is uh, i think mine is not very conservative there are certain things which i spend freely on which i don't see the price tag on with firstly it is food because you know i think my body is my temple you know so if i am putting food inside my body and that is as, as fuel it has to be the top most quality so i never think about spending uh, this much amount of money on food and or or coffee i mean my friends all and my roommates my flatmates all of them Uh, no of my habit of spending freely on chai chaios i mean i we used to order like 500 rupees worth of chai almost every day because i i wanted to have that chai and now when you're living with flatmates you cannot have chai by yourself you have to get <laughs> for the other people as well otherwise it would create you know a lot of controversy so i used to get that those kettles small kettles for that for myself and of course when you have chai you also have samosas you also have biscuits and all that so yeah i mean uh, i i remember spending freely on these kind of things i didn't spend too much on clothes because of that my dressing sense was horrible during my college years but yeah but slowly slowly you know when uh, i went to do my masters i realized that okay maybe i need to budget a little bit because in in england it was you know one is one into 100 the calculator was yes. always going inside the head so i tried to budget i you know i remember bringing a small book with me to england uh, where i used to you know write down all my you know expenses for the day like coffee 3 pounds food this pound and i went there i, I arrived in england uh, on 27th of september uh, 2019 and that diary's last entry was on 1st or 2nd of october 2019 so that <laughs> was like 4 5 days worth of entries and after that that diary is 
you know null there's nothing <laughs> i was thinking this is a very uh, disciplined approach man this this guy yes. you know properly did it <laughs> yes. i didn't work. do it i probably failed at it the most miserably so <laughs> but yeah. before that but i want to talk about the clothes part like <laughs> the best part about living in goa is that everybody is wearing the same thing t-shirt yeah. shorts and flip flops and <laughs> nobody cares about anything and even our university was also very like lenient in things like that like some people even turned up in boxers for classes and stuff so <laughs> it was so lenient and everybody is just always wearing shorts t-shirts and slippers and there are only a few ways you can modify that so mm. yeah, i think clothes was not an expense there but i i i personally spent on uh, i don't know fruits and stuff because i love fruits and i had mm. like a mini fridge in my room with my friends and we used mm. to get these huge watermelons and grapes and stuff like that and keep it in our fridge and then that used to be kind of our treat because uh, i don't know go a lot a lot of things nearby that you can just go and go to a shop and get so i think a big big watermelon was a which is cold and stayed out of the fridge is our treat and that was things that i spent money on and laundry used to take up like a lot of money because i hate washing clothes same here <laughs> <And, laughs> so laundry and uh, that was a big expense apart from that like vehicles and stuff you used to rent that's it but again like the debit card thing you were saying right so my dad actually he works in a bank right so he used mm. to just track everything from a bank and <laughs> although he never saw the debit where it was used and stuff i know friends for whom their parents they used to use their parents card only and the parents used to track every like transaction where it came from which shop it was used so some some of my friends got into trouble for buying like booze or alcohol from the debit card and their parents saw <laughs> that this is this transaction is from for that particular shop so that is a funny incident but i think like we are still kind of wary of like i don't know money is still in our back of our mind somehow like i know yeah. a few people who it is like an afterthought like they spend first and then they think about where it will come from right yeah <laughs> yeah i, I know quite a few of them <laughs> yeah that that's right i mean there are people i mean of course you'll come across them um, all your life that they don't really think about spending money and uh, it's like they have a bottomless pit where they just print money from and on the other end of the spectrum there are people who are really tough on budgets and tough on watching because they don't want anything out of the blue and they don't want to buy anything which is beyond the capacity to buy which is a good approach i think i mean you should be aware of what you are spending but you shouldn't be you know what we say conjuice you know because yeah. then i mean if you if if you are a conjuice person if you are a conservative person and because you have money problems because you know that money is limited and there's a problem uh, or there's an issue with you getting money so that is fine i mean that explains it but my issue is with those people who who i know for sure that money is one of the least of their problems but still they come off as you know those very conservative kinds of people who keep yeah. small small things over people's heads 
hey you owe me two rupees from you know that day two years ago come on cough it up man or those these kind of people so i just i don't like these honestly as my personally yeah. i try to stay away from people like these because i don't agree with them i think uh, i i had a bit of a confused mentality in the beginning like when i started college and uh, my allowance also was less and i used to care about things like this but later yeah. on as i yeah, as i you know just sort of matured and realized that these things don't matter i sort of yeah. skipped doing that but i would say one thing i was good at is like uh, uh, just like couponing and researching for offers and stuff i was very good at and like i always yeah. used to like i i used to get some of the best deals and stuff like that on online and even now i research on the credit card and stuff and try to get like a best credit card or the best deals impossible <laughs> so i think i still have so that mentality and i think that more than the result it's like the i don't know process that gives me joy <laughs> the, the yeah i mean I, i agree and i wish i had that because one of the biggest gripes that my friends and my mates have with me is that i don't look for the deals i don't bargain i don't look for yeah. coupons i'm not a avid person to collect coupons and you know cash them cash them in at the opportune moment i am just not you know those guys and uh, that you know i sometimes feel that i should be i try to be that but again even whenever i try to bargain it always sort of blows up on my face and i end up paying the money because i just i just want want it want kim give me okay all right give me i just don't want to bargain <laughs> yeah i can money. also not bargain especially with like yeah. uh, i don't know if somebody is like poorer than me or like somebody like a vegetable wala or a fruit mm-hmm. seller i don't know i mm-hmm. sort of feel like uh, sort of pity or something and i just like i empathy and just like i feel that <laughs> just give them what they owe me and uh, yeah if i they probably needed more <laughs> sort of like that but i don't know is it the right mindset yeah, to have I, I think it's the right mindset. I have the same, of course. I, I'll say it's the right mindset because I have the same. But again, there are people who are ready to bargain with yeah. anyone. I mean, anyone, be it a vegetable hawker or be it a, a small shop owner or anyone like that. Yeah. They're ready to bargain. The calculator is always going inside the heads. <laughs> like my dad. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. I mean, a lot of people in my family too. But I think it's it's fine if it's fine according to me. it is fine if you bargain or only as long as you have problems of money you have money problems you are not that financially backed up you're not that financially privileged then it's fine to bargain i mean come on there's only certain amount of money that you have that you want to spend and if it is ab- above your budget or beyond your budget then yeah maybe you should bargain we should get the best deal but if you don't have those kind of problems if you are financially privileged if you are financially backed up then i don't see really the point of bargaining with these kinds of people who live off of these small deals you know these hawkers and all that they live off of this that's their work yeah. that's their job and they should be paid what they are owed again yeah. but again i am not saying that let these people make make a fool out of you yeah that also happens yeah yeah there will <laughs> be hustlers on the streets man yeah yeah everywhere everywhere in the world there'll be hustlers on the streets who are just trying to skim you dry and at that point you just have to you know keep your eyes and ears open that's it
do you budget like right now you uh, do you like properly do a budget like a monthly budget do you do that i think you mentioned about 50% right yeah i just right now i just have like uh, 50% i am saving i am keeping it separately and okay. uh, or investing it somewhere and the other 50% i have like in my savings account like that's it because okay. i am right now budgeting for the ps5 so i'm trying to yeah. save for yeah and i i have like i'm moving to a new city so i have certain expenses that are coming up like a deposit yeah. like a yeah. vehicle or a scooty yeah. i would purchase and uh, mm-hmm. and a ps5 and a tv so for these four expenses i've sort of kept aside some money and uh, mm. the rest of it uh, i'm just uh, i don't know just it's, it's just in my account i mean if i were a better ideal person i would have accounted for that but right now i have it that that's good you know because uh, yeah i don't follow that approach per se but like um, i only budget because i want to not because i have to i just want to budget because i want to be aware that where i'm spending the most money yeah. so what i do is you know i just divide my monthly income to certain categories like one is shopping luxury one is shopping essentials one is travel one is my uh, cats or George or Manny's stuff that I buy every month. So <laughs> yeah. I just divide it, you know, in, in those heads, I'll allocate them a specific budget. And then I just record it. I don't even use like an automatic software or something. I just record it but like manually whenever I'm yeah. spending because I'm standing atop a mountain of privilege because I live with my parents and I don't have to worry about rent. I don't have to worry about fuel, not anything. Yeah, same. But still, I want mm. to know where I am spending my money which i'm working so hard for so i have to know so that's why i do it and i think that's a good approach like every month i get to buy one thing which is you know of exorbitant value like uh, last month i just out of the blue i bought an apple watch and uh, b- before that i bought myself a 4k uh, monitor just to play the games on Right and now, also, uh, in your school days, you when you had an Xbox, you had a budget of a game a year or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as long as your parents were paying for it, uh, you had to, you know, just yeah. be patient and beg at certain times, cry maybe, <laughs> cry, <laughs> crib, crank. Yeah, but I think you know, until your you... parents were like really well, like they inculcated this philosophy in you, like really well, like they always had some sort of a limit to things you could buy or some sort of a barrier which is great right yeah i mean we have to otherwise i'll go crazy you know because when you know when you're handed down a certain amount of money which is you know beyond your comprehension at an early age that that has the opportunity that has the potential to either make you a better person or make you yourself flush the money down the drain and be yeah. a douchebag being an entitled you know born with a silver spoon douchebag so yeah. that's 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 what the potential of getting money or getting a certain amount of money at that age is when you cannot comprehend the importance of money that you have or the importance of money the importance of earning money uh, at at a certain age i think at that age you shouldn't be handed that amount of money without yeah. you know making you aware of the importance of the gravity of the situation that that you will be dealing with so yeah that's what i think my parents inculcated in, in me and uh, Yeah of course I mean I used to do side deals with my sister you know I used to love writing so I used to write her assignments when she was doing her MBBS <laughs> and in return I used to get maybe a game or something you know maybe some cash 
that so is my that's what yeah. yeah that's what i used to do these are like my side hustles hustles of that age but Same yeah right now like, <laughs> brother started earning i also started mm. pinging him for you know yeah, send yeah. send me a birthday gift or send me a huh. diwali gift or something like that like last yeah, birthday yeah. he gave me a kindle which was great yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i just messaged him and gary gave me that i think that's like sort of a great privilege or a great mm. uh, thing to have with siblings mm. as well i i agree yeah i mean that that's very that's a really good thing to have and also i mean uh, for those of us who are listening who are really worried about getting those calls from the banks okay uh, sir it is a very good opportunity it is like a mind blowing opportunity just to invest money and do sips and all that for them i have to say that it is good to do these kind of things but again don't get bogged down with them at this age if you are financially backed up by having the privilege of uh, you know having business pe- business people in your family then you shouldn't worry that much about that just worry about working right now earning the money yeah. and uh, tracking your expenses because once you know over a period of say 2 years that where exactly your money is going only then you can exercise control and once you exercise control only then you will be able to you know skim money off and then maybe you can put yeah. it to good use which in other words is investing in you know shares or stocks or yeah. sips or mutual funds and all these kind of things that because i don't understand them right now and frankly okay. i don't have the time because i my focus is on working as as is yeah. yours i believe no but i think like the thing is like i right now i'm doing everything so in my family there is nobody who understands these the stuff mm. and right now i'm working and i'm paying my own taxes and filing my own return like mm. so and there are deductions and stuff like that in taxes right where you can save taxes up to 2 lakhs a year so before my job started i went on reddit and i went online and i researched everything and i sort of yeah. because i had the time in this lockdown to do it and uh, i sort of have an idea now like all of all these things what you mentioned like mutual funds shares and everything and so again like i what i wanted to do was like have the most passive thing so for stocks even stocks like you have to keep a lookout on uh like the prices and stuff like that so i wanted to minimize that just have uh, a system system in place as they say right that yeah. just whatever wherever your money will go and i and i hope it is safe and secure it won't lose and i just uh, do that and even to save tax like for example if you invest uh money in these mutual funds which are tax saving up to 1.5 lakhs a year you don't have to pay tax on it or if you invest in a public provident fund or a retirement fund which is like yeah. which your employer matches like yeah. so if you do a provident fund uh, your employer will match that amount so all yeah. those things are helpful to know if you are salaried like me mm. i guess so and you have to file the taxes yourself so again it is good to know yeah yeah it, i mean like you said you're absolutely right i appreciate the approach that uh, you exercised yourself to be financially literate right because that's yeah. what's really important right now be financially literate at least know about these concepts and of course i am not i, I mean i'm also learning as i'm going along so uh, maybe because you will get opportunities i mean opportunities are everywhere if you have the eye for it 
but yeah. of course all those opportunities only some of them are worth capitalizing on given your current situation that's what i believe yeah so exactly I like if you can it is very important to uh, take take into account that you know what are your opportunities and what are the doable opportunities at your given your current stage be it you know financially physically mentally all of that so that's what's yeah. really important is which also bring me to the the question of regarding charity so uh, what do you think vedant i mean at this stage of our lives we are you know you know we are in the hustling time <laughs> that we are in the yeah. grinding time so do you yeah, think I that think... charity should be uh, a concern to us to me or to yourself mm, i think if you look at it from an ideal point of view it should very well you should very well uh like give or contribute to the less privileged and stuff like that right but mm. i don't know actually like i haven't made up my mind on this like uh, sometimes i feel like <laughs> this is all about the grind and just try to maximize your own health and whole own well being before you contribute to others but that is also like a very never ending process correct so again i agree yeah i think the best way would be to just you know have a separate uh, amount scheduled in your income just like for investing for giving mm-hmm. but uh, if you don't i mean i would say that if uh, you don't want to invest give some money you can give your time like people do that like some people who are much more <laughs> like uh, have much more contributions to the society they take out time in the week to go and help the poor children teach something in our sense like because a lot of my peers are engineers and stuff and they have they they are they are good at teaching so a lot of my friends taught and uh, helped poor children or uh, gave them computer literacy stuff like that lot of if you can contribute your time that is also great but again i am no no one to talk on this because i don't do any of it right now at least and in these covid times i don't know maybe yeah i time. i agree i agree with you that i mean it's at this point of time and given the current situation that all of us are going through i mean it should be more about you know giving back to society in kind or if you can in kind or maybe less of the money if you cannot afford it like i for for one i try to you know give to charity almost on a regular basis uh, okay. because of you know of also because of religious purposes and also because of you know the corporate social responsibility purposes in the company so yeah. that is also there also i try to do it sporadically you know uh, giving away money here and there to some friend who needs it or to some organization to needs it or you know uh, who needs it so stuff like that but yeah i am a friend also, who needs it give it to me <laughs> I I know for a fact that you are not a friend who needs it so shut up. Okay. Sure. Yeah. So as I was saying that it is always good always better to give back in kind as you mentioned you know teach do some social work on a regular basis because these kind of things not many people think about. I mean charity at this age yes. uh, not many people think about only people who think about it have the time or the energy or the money to think about it right? Yeah. <laughs> so if you I'm, are but, thinking uh, about I'm, charity I mean, at this stage i have seen yeah i mean although it is rare but i have seen like some individuals who are very driven maybe they have some sort of a cushion at home but yeah. i don't know i mean uh, yeah i've seen some people who are very driven to social causes and to improving people like actually working on the ground and 
doing stuff because unless you're working on the ground it's very easy to criticize the yeah. politicians the society the people yeah. the homeless for everything that yeah. is bad but it is very tough to go on the ground and uh, do stuff and i like really commend the people who have the aptitude to do this and go in like very unhygienic conditions or very uh, you know unsanitary places with their step mm-hmm. out of their golden car and <laughs> work with their hands and, and that is great like i i sort of really appreciate that yeah that's absolutely i agree and that's a really good thing that people do especially those of us who don't do it for a living you know some of the people go out to these places because they do that for a living yeah. that's a job you know journalists or social workers but especially those people who do not do this for their living but instead you know choose to go out of their way to help i mean hats off to you people whoever you are out there so yeah, yeah and especially that, yeah in these covid times a lot of people came out and like helped these the, the society yeah. uh, like without any fear of contracting covid or stuff like that that is that is really uh, something i can thank correct yeah that's yeah that's right So yeah and before I let you go Vedant I would like to talk about one last thing that many of us either have been informed or either have been misinformed which is the concept of early retirement so let me ask you point blank do you believe in early retirement or will you be thinking about early retirement and by early I mean in your 30s okay in my 30s like 30 okay then you know what do you think would you think about retiring in your 30s or 40s and by retiring i mean not doing anything just chilling chilling you know <laughs> having babies and babies. Uh, you know traveling the world be an instagram influencer or something influencer i think e- even being an instagram influencer will be like a earning source i don't know like maybe if i shift careers i can i'm i can see myself shifting careers or doing something else which pays me less okay which i like more mm-hmm. i can definitely see myself doing that but retiring and uh, not doing anything it's tough like it dip- depends a lot on the situation like who for example if i have kids to support and if i have a family then uh, it will be very tough to do that right like it's i mean a lot of it is very subjective but i have thought about it and i think yeah i mean i can see myself doing it it's not out of the question entirely but uh, yeah everything is situational what about you yeah i think no i i don't really or particularly believe in you know early retirement because i have my, like in my household there's no, there is no concept of an early retirement people yeah. in my household are working in their 60s and their 70s and and all that some of them the generation previous to my dad's i mean some of them literally worked till their last day and they were working so and because what i have seen in my house and also what i have seen in myself that if i do not work i feel like i'm i'll be sick you know i'll have some problem or something uh, so yeah i i don't think i'll ever you know retire early because of course being in a business family and being in a business so i i i don't think i'll ever retire of course the workload will decrease at some point i'll try to take it easy at some point because of course right now is just work 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 but some years down the line it will be work and family and then it will be parenthood and all you know stuff like that 
Yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't see myself retiring anytime soon or not even But, uh, in that early age range. <laughs> for example, for me this image of you know Goa me restaurant and a jazz club and just sitting yeah. lounging, chilling in Goa with yeah. the waves crashing in front of you. That sounds very like enticing to me or that image is very <laughs> exciting. So if no, ever that, that is enticing. The... I mean, uh, I mean for you it's Goa. For me it's yeah. having a small cabin made yeah. of wood in the hills with a valley <laughs> you know looking yeah. down and you know uh, some clouds and stuff like that that sounds very enticing but again i asked myself the question will i be willing to see that same thing over and over again for the rest of the life yeah That's i mean true. when you take it into that perspective it doesn't sound that enticing <laughs> it sounds fucking boring doesn't it yeah exactly like, i mean you wake yeah. up to the same view to the same mountain to the same trees to the same valley to the same river to the same uh, birds and to the same animals and stuff like that i mean would you be doing that for the rest of your life i don't think so i mean it's good yeah. for in small segments or in small uh, periods like i can go there chill for a week and then come back and do the work and maybe go there again after two months and then chill for a week then come back that rinse and repeat i i like that i'm fine with that if if i get a time out like every 3 months i think i'm fine i'll be able to work i'll be i'll be able to keep my head in the game but mm, i don't think i'll be ever be shifting to a place like that for you know for a long period of time maybe you know years and years i don't think i'll ever do that as of right now of course yeah okay, you can never know so yeah that's yeah, what exactly. retirement is yeah. to me it is it is a myth for me <laughs> because <laughs> you have to work man i mean even if you have you know lots and lots of money and you know people work for you you have to work if you don't then you're lucky you're extremely lucky yeah but i don't and i i think uh, <laughs> it is sort of like this uh, you can never have too much kind of <laughs> for money at least like yeah yeah this, of course yeah. so i think yeah that was a really insightful discussion as always you know when <laughs> both of us sit together <laughs> because we are you know just full of insights and intellect and you know stuff like that we are so we have so much depth that it's almost funny that we have so much depth so again thank you vedant for enlightening us with your approach to money uh, hamza i think that was a great and insightful discussion about our uh, approach to money and our philosophy and our the little experiences that we have in terms of money and uh, thank you for uh, sharing your thoughts with me yeah right back at you brother thank you for sh- sharing your thoughts with me and with our listeners who are all of them who are all over the world listening and appreciating and uh, pretty soon once we are done with our first season we'll be jumping up our social media activity so stay tuned for that Yeah. lots of good things are coming maybe they'll be a little bit late but they will be there <laughs> so yeah, yeah lots of good things are coming uh, not sticking to our schedule i know it's been uh, erratic yeah our posting yeah. schedule but that's how it yeah. is with that's how it is it is what it is in the end yeah. so you have just have to deal with us if you want to get a piece of our intellect and depth and intelligence <laughs> you have to deal with our erraticness <laughs> all right then vedant Thank you so much. See you next episode man. See you. Bye. Bye bye.